Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, or should I say, damas y caballeros y niños y niñas, unwanted pets and relatives, I'm Senor Palumbo, and welcome, bienvenidos, to the Professor Liberty Podcast. Why am I speaking all this Spanish, you might ask? Well, today's Cinco de Mayo. It's the only day white people are allowed to culturally appropriate without being called racists. So it's going to be a quick podcast, boys and girls. So strap in, grab your sombreros, your ponchos, and whip up the guacamole as we discuss the history of this festive Mexican holiday. Man, I love me some guacamole, don't you? I hate how it turns brown, though. They say if you add a little lime juice... It'll make it from browning less, but I I don't think that works. You throw it in the fridge, it it just, it's kind of, you got to eat it. You got to eat it then. You can't, it's one of those foods you can't really eat after. That's not a good leftover food. Okay, so what is Cinco de Mayo and why is it so important in at least two parts of the world? Cinco de Mayo, or the 5th of May, is a holiday that commemorates the Mexican army defeating the French at the Battle of Puebla in 1862. Wait, it's not Mexico's Independence Day? No, that's September 16th. Cinco de Mayo is also known as the Battle of Puebla Day. History.com writes, While a relatively minor holiday in Mexico, in the United States, Cinco de Mayo has evolved into a commemoration of Mexican culture and heritage particularly in areas with large Mexican-American populations. Unquote. Cinco de Mayo's history begins with the ascension of a new president named Benito Juarez in 1861. He was the first Mexican president to be of indigenous origins. He was from the, and I'm going to get this wrong, the Pepetec people. This was a native Mexican group whose ancestry goes back way before the Spanish conquistadors arrived. Juarez came to power during a time when Mexico was in a lot of debt and the government was very unstable. One of his policies was to place a moratorium on paying back those debts for two years. What's a moratorium? A moratorium is defined as a temporary halt to something. Here's the weird part. Britain, Spain, and France all sent military forces to Mexico to force the Mexican government to pay back the money they owed them. Talk about aggressive loan collection. And while Britain and Spain negotiated with Mexico and left, France, under the rule of Napoleon III, decided to stay and see if they could expand his empire. Okay, as I was reading this, I'm thinking to myself, how does this not violate the Monroe Doctrine? Now, if you guys know your U.S. history, the Monroe Doctrine, put forth by President James Monroe, said that the United States is going to kind of be the protector and the maintainer of the Western Hemisphere. And for all European powers uh, to stay away kind of from our neck of the woods, right? And here we got France, Germany, and Spain showing up in Mexico and uh, and kind of starting trouble there. But then uh, if you think about it further, look at the date, 1861, 1862. 
Well, the United States is pretty darn busy with something called the Civil War in 1861 and 1862. So I think Napoleon III is really trying to use this opportunity to get a foothold back in the Western Hemisphere, seeing that the United States was being a little distracted at the time. Puebla is a town southeast of Mexico City. And on May 5th, 1862, French and Mexican forces clashed. The unorganized and outgunned Mexican forces led by General Ignacio Zaragoza, that's a pretty cool name, routed the French forces. And even though the conflict with the French would continue for another five years, most came to see the Battle of Puebla as a symbol of Mexican resistance. Today, Cinco de Mayo is celebrated in the town of Puebla with battle reenactments as well as parades and festivals. But for the rest of Mexico, it's not really a thing. So why is it so important in the United States? Well, according to Britannica.com, it comes down to alcohol. Britannica.com writes, In the mid-20th century United States, the celebration of Cinco de Mayo became among Mexican immigrants a way of encouraging pride in their Mexican heritage. Critics observed that enthusiasm for the holiday celebration did not take off with a broader demographic until it was explicitly linked with the promotion of Mexican alcoholic beverages. Britannica.com goes on to say that critics observed many U.S. festivities tend to both perpetuate negative stereotypes of Mexicans and promote excessive drinking. Can I just ask a question really quick? What is with Americans hijacking holidays and turning them into drinking revelries? I mean, seriously, folks, we did the same thing that St. Patrick's Day, which is celebrated all over the United States as a way to appreciate the Irish. And what did we do? We just turned it into an excuse to get blasted during the week. Look at Mardi Gras, another example. Mardi Gras is an important day in the Christian calendar. It's the day before Lent begins, which is a period of fasting before Easter. And what is Mardi Gras now? Well, this is a kid's show, so I'm not going to tell you all the things that go on at Mardi Gras, but I'm sure it has nothing to do with church. Here's another question. Why don't Germans have a holiday? So, you know, St. Patrick's Day is for the Irish. Cinco de Mayo is for the Mexicans. What's with the Germans? Why don't they have a holiday? And they have a holiday of drinking, Oktoberfest. So why don't we just hijack that one and bring it in? Did you know that a majority of Americans of European descent have ancestral ties to Germany? Is Columbus Day a drinking holiday? I mean, I know Columbus Day is almost on its way out and because Columbus was this genocidal maniac, you know. But Columbus Day is on the calendar because it has something to do with Italian-Americans. It's something for Italian-Americans to take pride in. I mean, I know it's being canceled, but that was the original intention. Cinco de Mayo, like the other holidays mentioned, is a way for a group of people to incorporate their culture and history into the greater fabric of the United States. And we should embrace it. No, it's not Mexico's Independence Day. And no, it's not just an excuse to oversample Mexican beer. We need to get back to this idea of holidays and special days, days of commemoration. We need to go back to why we are, why we have those days off. It's not just to barbecue. It's not just to light off fireworks. And it's not just to drink too much alcohol. 
We, we commemorate days because they mean something. And for Cinco de Mayo, it was a day that a small, unorganized band of Mexican freedom fighters resisted tyranny from a foreign power. That's something that we should think about. That's something that's universal. It doesn't matter if you're American or not. We should all be against tyranny. And that's what these holidays are about, boys and girls. I call it the American mosaic. You know, a mosaic is a piece of art that is made up of different little pieces of glass or rock or something like that, right? They're all different colors. And when you step back, you see this great picture. I call it the American mosaic. People from all over the world come here and they add to our culture from their culture. And as long as we rally around the flag, we rally around the Constitution, we rally around the Bill of Rights, we rally around independence, we rally around individualism, it does not matter what color you are. If Americans of all stripes and colors and religions and creeds truly got together and rallied around American principles, there is nothing we couldn't do. And that's why those in charge, those elites, those globalists, those people in Washington, they keep us at each other's necks and they keep us focused on tribalism because that's how you control people, ladies and gentlemen. You divide and conquer. So I hope everyone has a great Cinco de Mayo. Enjoy the culture that comes from the Mexican people and appreciate the the mosaic pieces that they bring into America and try not to just drink too much. Actually think about why do we celebrate certain days. Here at Professor Liberty, we seek to educate, inspire, and restore. If you like this podcast, please give me a five-star rating at Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to email me, the email is professorliberty1776 at gmail.com. If you'd like to look at some of my activities and lessons, they're for sale at teacherspayteachers.com. I'd also like to mention that podcasts grow through word of mouth, so please tell your your communist friends, your liberal professors, your, your old lady next to you that, that has way too many cats, the guy down the street with the really loud truck, he needs to get his muffler fixed. Please share the podcast with them. You can also follow me on Facebook. You can also follow me on Parlor. Go throughout the land and proclaim liberty. Liberty.